0: In a world of bus schedules and business calls, sidestep into a realm of Gyu casting in Klingons. Okay people, get your geek out. everyone, it's November 17th, 2017, and you're listening to episode 118 of Knit One Geek 2. I'm Karen. I'm Maggie. And we are coming to you from the
1: border between the United States and Mexico, and we are playing Cards Against Humanity. Fine, don't do it then.
0: <laughs> God damn it, you've always been with the bigger, blacker dick.
1: <laughs> yes. And if you don't know what that refers to, Google it. <laughs> not the bigger blacker dick. Don't don't Google that. Holy crap! No, I'm not telling you to Google not. that. Google the other part, the border and Cards Against Humanity. Merry Christmas, anyways. Moving on. Yes. Hi, hi everybody. Have you missed us? Have you forgotten us? <laughs> we still love you. Yes. We did not take this extended hiatus on purpose. Yeah, I know. Things happened. Yes. Like like life things.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. You know, when one has a full-time job, it's amazing how how much time one does not have, oh, except for on weekends. And even then on weekends, it's like, oh, crap, now I need to do everything.
1: Yes. And sometimes yeah. the everythings are not in- at home. Yeah. Sometimes the everythings are in Toronto or... Yeah, well, especially because, out. like,
0: I was at Fan Expo and then, you know, like... I went away to the wedding. Yeah, you were at the wedding. I was sick in My life, parents were in October. town. Your parents were in town. It was Thanksgiving. And then it was Rhinebeck. And now it's, holy hell, how is it mid-November?
1: Um. So, hi, we still love you guys. We did not mean to do that on purpose. But, hi, a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> yes. Um. We're not going to cover all of it. Yes. Because you've probably heard a lot about it. Yeah. So we're just going to move on. Yeah. Okay? Move along, move along. Nothing yeah. to see We'll here. catch
0: you up kind of on, on what we've been up to. But, you know, everything else, obviously.
1: <laughs> Yes.
0: Yeah, by the way, if you hear any crunching in the background, it's not us gnawing on the bones of our enemies, it's my cat. Damn it. decided to start eating her food. Yeah, I can't bring the bones of
1: my enemies into your house because your mother won't let me. (laughs) She barely lets me bring the bones of my enemies into the house. I have to keep them in the basement. I did forget the uh, penguin carcass to drink out of, though. Ceramic penguin carcass. <laughs> Basically, last year at the creek I love saying that and just getting the looks from people. You know, those Christmas. Well, especially
0: considering we've just been discussing the bones of our enemies. Yeah, so I like, know. That's why I, I was like, a- wait a minute. I, this- thought- I thought the
1: segue was perfect. So, you know, the really corny uh, gifts, the prices you get at office Christmas parties? Mm-hmm. Last year, I won a ceramic mug that had a penguin body with a scarf, and it has no head. <laughs> So, like, I am not drinking out of his cranium. I am drinking out of the neck <laughs> of what is a ceramic penguin body. And no, before anybody asks, there was not a headpiece that was also, like, a sugar bowl or another yeah. mug. There is just nothing or there. Or even just a
0: lid that somehow got Or even lost. just a
1: lid. It's just a ceramic penguin carcass. <laughs> and I drink from it when I play World of Warcraft. <laughs> Be- seems perfect because it seems like that should happen yes so anyways hi
0: well I, I did post on instagram about how i really wanted one of those copper sort of yes you did tankards, but you they did have it, they have they conveniently have it chapters you and you are you just are, for D. yeah and probably pillars of eternity
1: yeah
0: <laughs> nerds
1: very much so okay so yes so let's go into what the hell we've been doing yeah, this is going to take a little while, and we are kind of try going to try and do the the Cliff Notes version of it. Yeah, but still, a lot of stuff has happened.
0: Well, previously on Net One Geek Two, <laughs> um, I think the last time we
1: spoke, it was right before Fan Expo. So, how did that go? Squee, squee, um, squee for so many reasons. So many. Re- oh my God, you! Um, I was just looking at the pictures of you showing up on social media, and I swear to God, you were going to pop. Yep. You were so happy.
0: I was so happy. Yeah, so I, I actually did get the costume done. There was a couple fairly late nights, and basically, like, the week following, the week running up to Fan Expo, Um, in case you, like, in case you are going back and listening to old episodes but hadn't listened to the last one, but you're listening to the this one, like, if you just found us within, like, the last month or something, and have started new and then going back to the old ones in order... I
1: decided, like, ten days before Fan Expo to make a costume. This sounds very similar to what? (laughs) This sounds very similar to a lot of my plans. To Rhinebeck sweaters, maybe? Rhinebeck
0: sweaters and Harry Potter movie scarves. Yeah. And a bunch of other things. Um, Yeah, so I decided to to, um, make Belle's peasant dress before Fan Expo. Ten days before Fan Expo. You also Um, ordered the wig for it. Yes, and I ordered the wig for it. And it arrived in time. And uh, it's important to mention that I decided to make this costume, like, sew it. And up to that point, I had sewn uh, some project bags, some mostly drawstring, maybe, like, three bags that included zippers, and a pair of pajama pants. And then I decided I was gonna sew a dress with a fairly fitted bodice and to um, basically draft a three-quarter circle skirt to attach to it, as well as the... A three-quarter circle skirt for the petticoat and an apron. You as a special kind of logo. (laughs) With, like, and and by the time I got the fabric and was able to, like, cut out stuff, it was more like a week before Fan Expo. And I mentioned, like, I have a full-time job now, so it was basically, like, two weekend days, and then every evening leading up to Fan Expo, and every single evening, basically, like, the instant I finished dinner, I was downstairs in the basement sewing for, like, four hours straight. Mm -hmm. Like, no breaks. Seriously. I got through so many podcasts. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, so many. So, yeah. I finished it on time. The back of it looks kind of messed up because I decided to do one that has a zipper. Because you need some way to get into it.
1: Yeah, and not everybody
0: has a personal dresser. And uh, I think, and there's a few spots where I had to sort of like tack the fabric closed um, in places where I had like torn the fabric with my seam ripper when I pulled ripped the zipper out like four times. The zipper looks kind of uh, janky, but it works. It but the rest of it, it did not fall off of you in public. No, there you go. And the, the shoulders, you can see where I had to top stitch because I had to like. Put part of the shoulder strap inside the other shoulder strap to make it smaller because it didn't fit, and had to fix the the top of the bodice looks a little messy. Um, where again that didn't fit, but I had a completed costume to wear to fan expo. That is cosplay life for sure. Yeah, and um, kind of an awesome thing happened. <laughs> a very uh, go on. You're um, well, I mean, for one thing, like just just even before I I talk about the con, like. I didn't go in, in, I basically was just staying overnight the Saturday night. I went the Saturday and Sunday to Fan Expo. So the Saturday I just like, you know, wore a t-shirt and nerdy t-shirt and pants. Because I wasn't going to try and get all dressed up and lug all my crap on the go bus Mm -hmm. that morning. But so it was the Sunday that I actually dressed up. And like getting dressed in my hotel room. I had not yet put on all the pieces of the costume together. Especially not with the wig. And so like... When I had the blouse on and I put the dress on and I looked at myself in the mirror, I actually I actually started to cry because like I I did like literally get teary, um, because like this is a character I have loved since I was twelve. and like I just had this thought of like you know, and 12 year old me would have lost her shit seeing me. Dressed up mm-hmm. as this character, and it's like sort of like wow. Now, as an adult, I can actually make the 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 costume things I wanted, wanted. I always wanted. I can actually make it happen now. God, being adult is great sometimes. Sometimes the bills suck, but
1: yeah. Yeah, but having the
0: money to pay them is kind of awesome. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> Every once in a while, I have to look at my husband and say, "Is this what being an adult is all about?" And he goes, "Yeah, pretty much." But yeah. So yeah, I actually got like. Like I said, you know, I I got kind of emotional because
0: like, you know, this is a character I've loved for a long time and it's, it's just Aww. and I'm just thinking of like twelve year old me. You know, if twelve year old me could see me now. Twelve year old me could see me now with a full time job at a library, dressing up and go to nerdy conventions. She'd be like, Wow, best life. Um,
1: <laughs> and, um, and you have a cat.
0: Yes, and I have a cat. She'd be like, Yep, you're living your best life. Which is something. To remember. And then I got to the con. And part of the reason I dressed up for the Sunday was the the convenience because I was staying overnight. And also because Sunday was the panel with uh, Robbie Benson and Paige O'Hara, who are the original voices voice actors for Belle and the Beast from Disney's Beauty and the Beast. In the animated movie. And uh, during the panel, someone asked, Oh, would it be okay if you got a picture with all the people dressed up in costume from beauty and the beast after the panel and they were like oh yeah sure your little heart <laughs> my little heart was like ah! <laughs> like i actually was like i red parrots was sitting next to me cuz i we, she was going to that panel i managed to find her and so she she looked at me and i was like and she was like, oh my god, this is every cosplayer's dream! She was freaking out for me. And she was good enough to take a lot of photos for me on my on my iPod. So yes, I got a ph- there was a photo of me with a bunch of other people standing, like, hands reach, arms reach, from the original voice actors from Beauty and the Beast, in my costume. Happy place, happy and place, And we place. even sang a little bit oh. of Belle. Of the Bell song. It was it was pretty awesome. I. I. That was kind of magical. Yeah, I can believe it. It was Disney magic. Yeah, so I'll post a couple photos of me in costume that Red Parrots took. Thank you, Red Parrots, for holding my stuff and also taking pictures. And yeah, I kind of love this costume so much. It twirls so beautifully. I am glad.
1: <laughs> I am so glad for you.
0: Yes, I was over the moon. And of course, FanX was also fun because I get to see like a whole bunch of other people, like Kate. Hi, Kate. And red parrots and, you know, just be, to be around like nerdy people. This year I didn't go to, I didn't really, other than the the Beauty and the Beast panel, and even that one, it wasn't terribly crowded. I didn't go to any of the big panels. I went to a number of smaller panels, uh, including a few about Dungeons and Dragons, which had, uh, one of which had like a number of people who have worked on various versions of Dungeons and Dragons and have worked for Wizards of the Coast. One of them is actually one of the guys who's actually like sort of in charge of like was in charge of bringing Fifth Edition,
1: okay, yeah, to, to fruition, fruition, yeah,
0: and like is now in charge of like a lot of the, the content they make for for Fifth Edition and stuff. So there was a lot of really cool, interesting discussion at that one, and um, including <laughs> someone asking like, how do you say how do you feel about you know shows like Critical Role that. You know, what do you think they've done for, you know, the popularity of Dungeons and Dragons or something like that? And one of the guys on the panel was like, hey, guys, have you heard of something called Critical Role? Just jokingly. Yeah. It's like, they're like, hmm, I wonder. <laughs> so, yeah. And I did see, I saw them on the escalator, so I couldn't be like, I love your costume. But I did see a Vex and a Percy.
1: Oh. Together. I was like, oh, my oh. God. <laughs> Canadian critters. Yep. Yes, I'm slowly converting the girl in the office. <laughs> yes. Well, per- more on that later. Yeah.
0: And then, like, most of the time I just spent, like, either meeting up with people or going to a couple of the smaller panels or, like, you know, it's just even – it's so nice just, just sitting and just watching. Like, if you take a seat somewhere near one of the escalators, you can just watch the parade of cosplay go by. And then I also spent a lot of time walking through Artist Alley and found some really cute stuff, including, like, this year, now that I have a desk of my own. And my desk has, like, a – it's, like, fabric-color-covered – um like corkboard
1: yeah, backing the, the, on it Yeah, the like
0: i have a spot where i can post little pieces of artwork so i was looking for like little you know postcard sized pieces of art does this mean i desk. should
1: get you the uh, dragon sex calendar this <laughs>
0: <laughs> no no okay. i don't think i can wear really, I, I don't think i can hang that at work okay but yeah it was it was fun you know and you know next year if i depending on what else i do that year, if I do end up going to Gen Con, we'll see. Um, you know, I, if I don't end up going to Gen Con, I might do the full Fan Expo weekend. I would have liked to participate in some of the, like, they have the open um, like Dungeons & Dragons games there. Woo! That I would have liked to participate in, but I just didn't work out with the schedule.
1: So who knows? Manic grin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, oh yeah, we went to the, there was the Kitchen and Water Lunaris Fair. Yes. Which was... Different this year because like for some reason something with the booking like they had to put it in a different area so it was in the setup was a little
1: yeah different this year I think I prefer previous years yeah me too it was a little odd it was it was in because it was recessed down on where the basically in an ice rink arena
0: yeah and they had laid the ice like they had like mats on ice basically that you were walking on but like and then they had other booths like up in the hallways around the arena, but it sort of had the effect of, like, you never knew what direction you were pointing in. No, you
1: weren't. It was was a little bit... Or what direction
0: to go if you wanted to, like, say, go from one booth down in the arena to a specific booth up around it. You just sort of had to be like, okay, just go up and then just walk around until you find it. Yeah,
1: labyrinth style. Yeah. Don't take your hand
0: off the wall. But it was still fun. And there was lots of cool stuff. I forget what I got. I got one of the um, Indigo Dragonfly... Uh, the sort of variegated gradients, mm-hmm. I know. And I got a... I did get a kit a, to make some really cool like maple colorwork sort of maple leaf mittens. And then the only thing I remember that you got <laughs> was the ironically named colorway. Which one was that? Hurricane.
1: Hurricane, yes. <laughs> that one.
0: Yeah, because that was while there was a hurricane. <laughs> yeah, there was a hurricane in the Bahamas. In
1: the Bahamas. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I happened to find a colorway called Hurricane. That would be and this. There and then like just a few weeks after that, you went, well, after a couple weeks after that, you went. I went to
1: Wyoming. Yes. For reasons. For a... Well, to backtrack, at the Kitchener Waterloo Knitters Fair, I got the, the Hurricane yarn, and that was from Feather Your Nest. Mm-hmm. I got from, I got stuff from the Blue Brick. I got twin ski, uh, Oh, twin yeah, I bought Blue skins. Brick, that was it, too. Like, yeah. we all bought Blue Brick, let's just yeah. face it. And I bought more of her Wool Wash. Yeah, the I Blue can't.
0: Brick booth, by the way, it was a Miss Babs situation. Pretty it was much, like, yeah. you know.
1: I wanted to buy their lookbook, and I'm like, how much for these? Oh, that's not for sale. I'm like, no! <laughs> this is pretty colors." Yeah, but it's not for sale. Doh-oh. Okay, well, fine. Well, maybe you should consider it. Okay, anyways. So, yeah, I bought twin sock skeins from the Blue Brick. Some of her berry vanilla... Wash, which she also has a peppermint one out now, or like a wintry mm-hmm. peppermint one out now. I bought also from Indigo Dragonfly, and it was sparkly cashmere sock. And I think it's it was called the Ministry of Silly Walks. <laughs> and that went as a birthday present to somebody in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. After all of that, I went to a Harry Potter wedding in Wyoming. <laughs> yep. And uh, originally, I thought it was going to be in Denver. And I'm like, oh, I get to see Denver, Colorado. I hear it's an awesome city. Actually, the wedding's in our hometown, Casper, Wyoming. I'm like, where? <laughs> You're like, exactly. It's that big. And it was that big. <laughs> it was like tiny. But hey, they had Starbucks.
0: Well, that's the important Yeah,
1: that's the important thing. So the Harry Potter wedding, I got in a couple of days earlier so I could volunteer to help. Uh-huh. Um, and the very first night, <laughs> this is funny, the, they, because the families were doing so much themselves. Mm-hmm. There were four different flavors of cupcakes that were aside from the tiered wedding cake. Yeah. And the groom and I were, up, were icing them. Mm-hmm. Apparently we didn't do a good enough job because the grandma and the mom basically came in and said, okay, that's enough. And they took them away from us. And I'm like, okay, I guess we didn't do it right. <laughs> and they iced them themselves. But the the cupcake flavors were and damn if I, okay uh, picture yeah I know so there was I know there the one uh, non alcoholic one was butter beer ironically enough <laughs> yeah funny enough <laughs> which was basically had a butterscotch mm-hmm. you know drizzle and stuff like that there was a Avada vada Kedavra that had tequila in it and I think it was called tequila cadavra, yeah. Uh, there was... Because that'll kill you real, yeah. real quick. <laughs> and there was a chocolate... I picked up one, I can't remember, it was a, probably Defense Against the Dark or something chocolate. And I'm just... And I don't really eat the icing off of cupcakes because a lot of people pile it really, really high and I end up, wind up getting a sugar headache. So, I, okay, I'll just eat the cupcake. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get a little bit of a, a zing out of whatever the, And I'm... I ate one cupcake, and I'm like, dang, (laughs) I will be dancing on tabletops. Wow. I can hear colors. Yeah, stuff like that. They had made uh, wand favors for everyone, so they had handmade, I mean, they had taken different lengths of sticks and chopsticks and other things Mm -hmm. and did glue gun treatments and paint treatments and bead treatments and all kinds of other stuff to it, and they started making up cores. Like, you know, one of them was, you know, I think the core of one of them was like the fire of Sauron or something like that. (laughs) So anyway, but so the idea was that everybody could get, you know, that was one thing that you could get was that you could walk in and choose your wand Mm -hmm. and it was, it was yours to take with you. Everybody got a box of a, with a chocolate frog Mm -hmm. and you got, uh. Birdie Boughts Every Flavor Beans, which were really just jelly bellies because we're not that mean. I say we only because I was helping to set up. Yeah. What they had done was they had sort of, quote unquote, made smallish bare trees, wrapped them in wire with lights. Mm-hmm. And the bases were all in cement, small bases that were wrapped in burlap. And they placed them all around the windows in the reception area. Mm-hmm. So it looked, in the evening... Like it was an enchanted forest. Ooh, it was so cool. really cool. And each of the tables had a different theme. And they spent all year getting stuff from thrift stores and mm-hmm. garage sales. Things like books, deer statues, raven statues, owl stuff, um, dried flowers, and anything that looked magically at all. mm uh-huh. So one table was the Black Lake. One table was the Quidditch table. One table was Defense Against the Dark Arts. And so mm-hmm. on and so on and so on. Now, were there any characters? <laughs> yes, apparently. I was one of them. <laughs> I was channeling Rita Skeeter. <laughs> because the, apparently... thats I didn't plan on it. It just turned out that way. There was an intentional... These were all intentional characters. There was Trelawney. Sorry, I, I, yeah. I, I lost my Harry Potter <laughs> avenue there. <laughs> there was a Trelawney. There was a Bellatrix, and sorry, I keep sucking my teeth. And there was a student from Beaubaton, and she was dressed all the way down to the little pink, to the little white socks with a frill, (laughs) and the heeled sort Mm -hmm. of Mary Jane shoes, brogue brogue shoes. And she had the outfit made for the occasion. And she even (laughs) had the tilted hat that looked like a teardrop on the top. So yeah, that was that was great. They said their vows out by a river. And this was brilliant. Of course, at the beginning of the wedding, whoever is officiating says stuff like, I've known Matt since he was knee-high to a grasshopper and blah de blah blah. But when it came time to do the actual vows, he took his jacket off. And I thought he was wearing it because uh, we were standing out by a river, but no, yeah. he had a costume on underneath, and I'm like, What? You're you're a minister, you're doing you're doing that thing. Mm-hmm. But he pulled up, he put on a costume bishop's miter. And then as loud as anybody could hear, he goes, Mowage! (laughs) Mowage is what brings us together today. And from what I understood afterwards, the bride did not know that was going to (laughs) happen. But she rolled with it. And I uh, and I was listening to the conversation afterwards, and the groom said he told us he was going to do that. And she goes, "I was not paying attention to that part." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad she liked it. Um, the only sort of weird huh? moment was the father of the bride dressed as a Jedi, and I'm like, "Okay, okay, it's a geek. I give you credit for that." But
0: did you intentionally do this just to punk them? Like. Or just to be that dude, like intentionally. Because
1: I know, as father, like I know you can get access to costumes. Yeah, as father of the bride, I know you can. So this is either a a punking of the whole theme, <laughs> or you just decided, fuck it, I'm a Jedi. <laughs> I'm a Jedi at a Harry Potter. At fuck a... It, this is a
0: crossover fan. Yeah,
1: basically. <laughs> so I'm and I'm like, it's not my wedding. It's not my family. I've got no place to say nothing. <laughs> But, you know, and everybody else was just showing up in their house colors. So they would wear stuff like black and gold for Hufflepuff mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And the kids that showed <gasps> there was a Hermione. Aww. There was an 11-year-old Hermione. Aww. And she had even crimped her hair oh my so God. that it would be puffy. So it was all poofy. Yes! Oh, my God, that's adorable. It was great. It was great. And there, it was really, really windy in the evening. And there was lots of video of various people just going out onto the ground. Because it was a big country club golf course type yeah. thing. And they would go out on the grounds and do stuff with their wands, with their, with their, their robes cloaks all poofing out behind them. Out behind yeah. it was great. <laughs> the only thing I wish that I sort of missed mm-hmm. was they had taken, because I had helped the groom brainstorm and he had taken one of these ideas and I saw it being made. Yeah. was a fake wall with picture frames on it that you could go stand behind so you could be the animated living pictures and you could yeah. lean out of the picture and do stuff like yeah. that. I didn't see where it was set up. Okay. So I didn't do one of those yeah. pictures. But mm, you know what? He, they've got pictures of other people doing it and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It was a really good time and uh, the bridesmaids were all in... Celtic, you know, with the long bell sleeves in vivid summery blue, which stood out beautifully against all the fall foliage. Mm -hmm. And the bride was, was, she's a Gryffindor, so she wore her house colors. She had a neutral chemise underneath with a maroon jerkin over the top. Mm -hmm. And all of her jewelry and all of her accents were like gold and burgundy and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And all of the boys wore the house color, their house robes, the... The groom even had his robe was made and lined yeah. in maroon, and he even had a pocket specifically a for his pocket. wand. Yes, it was great. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I'm very happy for them. It was it was a really good party, and I'm glad I went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the geekiest thing I've ever. But I'm so happy that it's they did, I and mean, they did as the two families, not just the bride and groom. But the parents and the siblings, mm. they did Thriller. <laughs> they did the dance to Thriller. <laughs> like, I am out of my league here. <laughs> so because I went to Harry, to the Harry Potter wedding, I had to skip out on going to Rhinebeck because yes. finances. Yeah. But you went to Rhinebeck.
0: Yes, I did. Yes. It was amazing if it was way too damn hot. Like, what in the hell?
1: It was, like, 20-something degrees. Not sweater weather. Yeah, no, definitely not sweater for weather. For anybody who does not understand the Celsius scale, yeah, It was, like, 80 weather.
0: degrees, 90 degrees for, for Fahrenheit yeah. right, with, like, the, the sun beating down on you and stuff. It's, like, yeah, I most days I was getting a little overheated because I was wearing, like, one of my log sleeve t-shirts underneath my black um, Agents of Sheep shirt and jeans. Yeah. And it's, like, this is crazy.
1: Because everybody likes to show off their Rhinebeck sweater. Yeah, I know. And how do you do that? You, like, put <laughs> it on a scarecrow and carry yeah. it around on top of your head. And the other thing that wasn't
0: great about the, the warmth was that there was tons of yellow jackets everywhere.
1: Oh.
0: Which are basically... I don't even know. Are they... Are they they're not hornets. I don't know what to... They're I... not wasps. They're not bees. But they're in that sort of family. They're assholes. And there were tons of them around the opposite do donut stand. Oh. Because, of course, they've got all the open yeah. things of sugar. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, Rhinebeck was awesome, as usual. Yes. Um, I drove down this year with... Um, I, I drove down... I rode in a car that someone else drove. You were the navigator. Um, yes, I was the navigator. With uh, my friend Rebecca from North Bay and our fellow Knit Night attendee, Sydney. And it was Sydney's first time going to Rhinebeck. It was back. Rebecca and Sydney's both first Ooh, time. They double were both, dose. They were both Rhinebeck versions. Double dose. Versions. So yeah, they were... We I went with... We drove down, we basically drove all the way from Niagara to, we were staying in Saugerties on the Friday, which went really well. Like we were, we suddenly sort of realized like, oh, we've been on the road for like three hours and it doesn't feel like it at all. And you know, we made a couple stops for gas and food and stuff. And then got there, got to the house we were renting, which was really cute. It was this really adorable little cottage, like right next to the Aesipus Creek, right next to, next to Aesipus Creek. And there was like a little dock. And like, you could like sit out on the dock in the morning and it was so pretty. And this really cute little cottage. We got there like, you know, four in the afternoon. So, you know, made pretty good, made a really good time uh, getting there. And we went to, of course, that night we went to the Indian Untangled show because we were staying with, uh, it was three of us and uh, Lexi and Melissa in that house. And... Lexi was vending at India Untangled, so we went there, of course. And like we went, we got there like little after six. It was crazy. Really? It was. It was so busy. It was the busiest I've ever seen it. Cool. Like last year, I think last year I don't remember it being that crowded, but I think we got there later. Like I think we we got there fairly late. Okay. Like around six thirty seven. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, but yeah, it was nuts. Like dangerously nuts. <laughs> Like very hard to move around sometimes. Nuts. like I really hope the fire marshal doesn't turn out. I was gonna say
1: is the fire code potential. Okay, we're yeah, not gonna was, yeah. bring that up. We're not gonna bring that up.
0: Yeah, it was like yeah, it was pretty crazy. I think my, part of it might have been like, I, and this year they had a thing where like it opened at five. And it opened at five. We got there like six quarter after six. Um, and they had a thing this year where like you could buy tickets, these special VIP tickets that would get you in like an hour and I think they had like a 100 tickets or something and they sold out immediately. So that's even with that many people getting VIP wow. and getting in for the first hour and then being open for another hour. I'm wondering if part of it was because there was another event in Rhinebeck called Needles Up, which was a really small little sort of vendor thing. Like there was like six vendors or something mm-hmm. there, but they also had like, you know, nibbles and stuff like that. And I think that ran from like three to six. So I'm wondering if a whole ton of people went to Needles up, stayed until like five thirty, then drove over to Kingston for Indie Untangled, so that there were a ton of people arriving all at the same right time. Right at six, because we could too. When we got there, like there was some creative parking going on in the parking lot. Oh, there was some like. That is super not a parking space. <laughs> there's a lot of that is, There was a lot of that is super not a parking space. We we parked in a super not a parking space. Though at least we weren't like that one d bag who like decided to just like oh I'm just gonna park at one end of these aisles. You know there's you know the the parking space is actually stopped here, but I'm just gonna park next to it even though it's totally gonna block the traffic of people trying to get around trying to turn. It's like it was it was nuts. It was crazy. Okay then. So yeah, it's, it should be interesting to see what happens with that next year. Because yeah, for a while it was like, I was really hard to move in there. But uh, that didn't stop me from buying yarn.
1: Yes, what'd you get?
0: I got two skeins of white birch fiber Because I saw the two and I was like, I really love both of these. Oh, screw it. <laughs> They're both coming home with me. I can't decide which. So one of them is, like, greens and blues and purples and sort of a little bit into yellow. And all their stuff is, like, self-striping. But a lot of it is sort of, like, radiates a little into, in and out of the stripes. Mm-hmm. So, and this one's called Big Love. And it's on their Superwash Merino, uh, 70% Wash Merino, 25% nylon. And it's two matching 50 grams skeins.
1: Nice, nice.
0: And then the other one is, like, a nice dark red and teal and a little bit of sort of, like, a light blue, light turquoise. And it's called Yes We Cranberry. <laughs> so, yes, I got those two. And then, of course, and then that night, we, you know, we out, went back to the house and, like, relaxed for a bit and talked and actually... We did uh, Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Yes, we did. So
0: against the Friday end, like, Sydney and Rebecca and Melissa all joined in. And Sydney and Rebecca were also Dungeons, fairly Dungeons and Dragons versions. Rebecca had played some other RPGs, but not D&D, if I remember correctly. Sydney and her friends had attempted to play D&D, but none of them really knew how to play it. <laughs> Like a couple years ago in university. Yeah. Um, nobody really knew how to play it, and so it didn't really get off the ground. Um, That's kind of like sex. <laughs> Both parties don't know what they're doing. It's not going to go very well. Yeah. So Friday night was spent helping Rebecca with build her character. She's playing a tiefling bard. <laughs> which is awesome. Yep. And then, of course, Saturday, it's time to go to Ride back And just, like, to be back on the fairgrounds.
1: It's it was it felt so nice. It feels like home yeah. when you go because yeah. you know that entire fairground is filled with your people. Yeah, people who understand.
0: Yeah, thirty thousand of your people. Damn. By the sound of it, yeah. On a Saturday, yeah, it was busy. It was super busy. Damn. <laughs> but I didn't find you know I, it was super busy, but like I don't think it was like any like super crazier than other years. Like you know, it's always it's it's incredibly crowded. In the booths, but you know, we still got around to you know the booths that we wanted to, and you know, you just deal. And it was so it was really fun going with with Rebecca and Cindy. And they had a good time there for their first time, and it was it was, it was kind of fun driving up. We actually went in the main gate, which now they have the new. Um, I don't know if you've seen pictures. They have the new fairground entrance, the new gatehouse. I haven't seen, but go on. Um, well, it's a big building. Looks sort of like a barn that has like wickets where you can buy your tickets, and it's sort of like this big open space that you go through to get your ticket checked into the, into right. the fairgrounds. So it's All really right. it's a really nice entrance. It's might be the thing that Margaret was alluding to at the end of the D&D session. <laughs> but we went through there, and so to get there, to get to that, uh, we went down sort of the main, one of the main sort of highways leading in. Um, but to do that, we had to go past on the road we have to go past where the the big barns are. Yeah. So I was like, guys, look over there. See that line? That's the Miss Babs line. Like an hour, hour and a half after opening. They were like, whoa, it was it was stretched out of the barn yeah. and quite a ways away. Yeah. And like I said, that's an hour and a half hour after opening. Yeah. And they opened earlier this year. So yeah. They were like, okay, I think we know what you mean now. <laughs> when you mean Miss Babs is crazy. Um, the booth is crazy, but yeah, I mean it's sort of. I mean, like I said, the the number of people that was there on Saturday. This is why I have my my rule at Rhinebeck, especially is like, okay, if you see something you really really like, like buy it. Yeah. But otherwise, just try and like get around the whole fairgrounds and see everything, as much as you can, and like make a list of places you might want to go back to. I like I, as usual, I had my paper copy of the, the the program that has the list of all the vendors in it right. and put little star and stuff next to the ones that I was thinking of. And also this year what I had done is beforehand on Instagram in the week leading up or the weeks leading up, when I saw someone post something about like, hey I'm gonna be here's the stuff I'm gonna some of the stuff I'm gonna have at Rhinebeck, you know, some of the stores or indie dyers that we're posting. On Instagram you can actually like bookmark things or like add things to collections. Mm-hmm. And so I made a collection of like Rhinebeck. Yeah, So I could actually like take a look at that and be like, okay, oh yeah, this, you know, that's where this booth is. And I wanted to go back there. But yeah, I actually didn't buy any yarn that day. That was a big deal for you. Yeah. I bought some books and actually, spoiler alert, for the entire weekend, I bought, including the stuff from India Untangled, I bought three skeins of yarn. And one of them is to be used to make a gift for a friend of my mother's. So I actually only bought two skeins of yarn for
1: me. Yep. That's a, yeah, that's a big drop in Karen consumption. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's, there was a lot of really nice stuff. And there's stuff that I would have bought. But, like, after a little while, I was sort of like, okay, I'm waff- I've been waffling about this long enough that really, if I'm waffling this long, I don't need to buy it right now. Yeah, And there's a couple of things. Like, you know, I was looking at this. I was actually looking at, you know, another one of those big-ass, like, shawl skeins, basically, from mm-hmm. Miss Babs. But I was like, I do already have one that I haven't used yet. Um, I should probably do that first. And, like... I was also really looking at, this is mostly on the Sunday because I couldn't even get, you couldn't even get in the booth on Saturday. The uh, Harrisville Designs booth. They have some really pretty yarn. They're actually the mill that spins Brooklyn Tweed, the Brooklyn Tweed yarn. All right. Um, and they have their own yarns. And I was kind of looking at it being like, I wonder if I could just, I should buy a sweater's worth while I'm here considering like no shipping. Um, but then after a while, you know, I was waffling and waffling and waffling and it was finally like, okay, if you're waffling this much, then don't, <laughs> then just don't.
1: And your credit card will thank you for it later. Yeah. Especially too, because I can
0: get the cones from Camilla Valley and like the price ends up being compatible you know, or even Near. better. Okay. Or even better. And so depending on what the, the shipping would be for the cones, even better. Um, just because you get like so much yardage on the cone and um or i can get it from webs and i do have a gift certificate from webs for my birthday and for my brother so but yeah there was loads of really pretty stuff but I, I just didn't end up and plus because i i was getting a bunch of i knew i wanted to get a bunch of books as gifts because like authors were there
1: mm. to
0: sign them <laughs> so it was like and i ended up you know so i ended up buying enough of those that i was like maybe i shouldn't spend so much in yarn but the only other thing I did get is I did get a skein of Neighborhood Fiber Company. And I can't remember what the, what the name of the colorway is. Um, That's in their studio sock.
1: Wow. That is this a is, vivid purple.
0: Yeah. It's it's a, like a purple. Or it depends on the light. It's a very, very dark purpley blue.
1: That is a royal.
0: But like a, a very vibrant.
1: That is a gem. Dark but vibrant. Gemstone purple. Yeah.
0: Um, so I got this to make something for a friend of my mother's. So I'm just doing the swatching for it right now. And then some of the books I can't really discuss the. But I don't know if the person listens to the podcast, so I'm just not gonna mention the books very much. The one thing I did get, well, one thing I bought is I bought a cop finally bought a copy of Clara Parks Knitlandia. Okay. Because I swear to God, I have checked that book out electronically from the ebook from the library like six times in the last year, mainly so I can read the Rhinebeck chapter. <sighs> Because I read it, like, as I told her, I'd read it when I get homesick for Rhinebeck. Um, but I was like, you know, A, I should, didn't tell her this part, but uh, A, I should really read the rest of the book. <laughs> <laughs> and B, I really have my own copy. <laughs> so I bought a copy of it and I had her sign it, but I had her sign the first page of the Rhinebeck chapter. chapter. So, just because that's, like, special. It's special. Okay. Because, like, I just read it and it's, like... I actually, I think it was Lexi, I was, uh, I was, I mentioned I got it, and I'm talking about how much, like I read that when I when I was, when I'm homesick for Ryan bank. she says, yeah, I was reading it the other week and I just started crying. <laughs> I got a little teary. It's was like, yes, I totally understand how you feel, because I do the same thing. One of the other things I got was this one I actually didn't have to pay any money for, because this is an advanced reader copy. It's for a book that's coming out in March 2008. Uh, by Alana Oaken. and it's called The Curse of the Boyfriend Sweater, Essays on Crafting. So I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I will definitely have to. And she signed it. Yeah. yeah. So she was handing she was handing out ARCs of it, so I'm like, ah, uh, yes, free book, thank you. You know, there's things like The Best Places to Knit, ranked. <laughs> one called OK, so here's why summer is the best time for knitting. Things I am better at because of crafting. Things I've used knitting needles for besides knitting. So yeah, I'll have to read that one and give y'all my input on it, but... It looks like it was going to be a nice, sort of cozy reading about knitting when, for times when I can't be knitting or want to need to take a, want to take a break from knitting, because one's hands do eventually
1: get tired. Get
0: tired and of the knitting. Dry
1: and whatnot.
0: Oh, and one other little thing I got. I did get uh, from Marsha, One Geek to Craft Them All or Etsy.com/shop/onegeek. slash She has the Critical Role inspired stitch marker sets. And so I just had to get the Percy ones. Yeah. <laughs> for my critical role boyfriend. Back off. <laughs> we can share. Vex will kill us first. Vex both. will kill
1: us first. Um, yeah, so like, I, yeah, I had to get them. And I'm not sharing with Scanlan. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen the episode, you know oh what that means. Oh my god. Oh my god, that was the best. That was
0: the best. Oh my god, that was hilarious. That was just a gift. That was fantastic. Yes. Anyways, moving on. Anyway. But yeah, so I had to get the Percy ones. And then Yeah, so After- so Reinbeck was amazing and we did and then Saturday night we did D D, which was awesome. I was there uh on a computer screen. Yeah, you were there via Skype and the rest of us were at the house and it was It
1: was so much fun. It was a lot of fun, uh, yeah. I love D and D so much. And I was swearing. A lot. <laughs> but that's my character. Yes. She went off in search of tea. And hey, you got to meet the t- meet the tiefling bard first. I did. When we ran into the other party. I did.
0: And I think Rebecca and Sydney both took straight to D&D and really enjoy it now. So after... Yes. Rein- nerds.
1: <laughs> after Rhinebeck was Canadian Thanksgiving. No, before Rhinebeck.
0: Canadian right. Thanksgiving was like two weeks before Rhinebeck.
1: Sorry. Other, other way around. Yeah. God. For Canadian Thanksgiving... Um, I had been working on a shawl for my mother on the loom, mm-hmm. and I had ordered yeah. yarn specifically for this. And when it arrived, I, I was looking at it on the cone going, "Oh my goodness, that's mighty thin!" Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was a uh, it was a shawl, not a scarf. Yeah. But I got it done the night before my parents arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it literally got its bath and hung up to dry, and I got, and I wove in any ends and snipped off any ends and the whole bit and got it into a box the night before my parents <laughs> showed up. But my mom has worn it very frequently since, and she said mm-hmm. she's gotten a lot of compliments, so I feel Yay. a lot better about that. Yay! And the next project I did was a freaking DK weight. <laughs> because reasons. Yeah. Because I, I was sending back and forth. The shuttle going, oh my god, I can actually see it growing before my eyes. This is fabulous. <laughs> Not like being in knitting purgatory where you're sending the shuttle back and forth for what seems like hours listening to a podcast and you've only made it an inch forward.
0: Yeah. yeah fuck.
1: <laughs> so yes, that purgatory extends to weaving as well. I learned things on that project. <laughs> it was a learning experience. Very much a learning experience. Apparent- my dad has asked for... A matching one, and I'm sort of sitting at the other end of the of the phone line, going no. Well, at least if You're, you, I will go one step thicker.
0: Yeah, or like I mean, too. If you make it for him, then maybe you don't need to have such a deadline for it, too. So you can take your time. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Or you can do it for after Christmas. Doesn't have to be a Christmas. But you have day. to
1: remember, my dad's down in the Bahamas, so
0: yeah, there's a thing called mail.
1: Yeah, it's expensive to get stuff there.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah.
1: I'd have to put it on the back of, you know, a turtle or give it to my brother for the next time he goes down to Nassau. But anyways.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I should mention, like, I totally forgot to mention, yeah, oh, yeah, I need a shawl for Rhinebeck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you got it done It was just time. a
0: small shawl. It was a small shawl. I just I got the yarn from, it was yarn I got from the blue brick at, at the Nerdist Frolic, because like, in about, yeah, early September, I was sort of, as, once I got the bell dress done and I could think of other things, um, I was like, you know... I'm not knitting a sweater for Rhinebeck, which turned out to be a good thing, uh, considering the weather. But I was like, you know, I could probably do, I could definitely do like a small shawl out of fingering weight yarn. And it'd be kind of nice to wear the blue brick there, especially because the blue brick is something they don't really have in the States. <laughs> so if someone asked me, like, oh, that yarn's really pretty, where'd you get it? Oh, it's from the book a, of a, a place from called Can- the Blue Brick <laughs> in Canada. Canada. You probably've never heard about it. <laughs> Adjust your hipster glasses. Yeah, hipster glasses. But yeah, so I got some of the blue brick. It's her Merino Cat it was her Merino cashmere blend. Uh, Manitoulin merino, I think it's called. And it was in the Kim's Barn colorway. And I knit the Three Wishes shawl.
1: That's a nice kind te- te- tea. That's one yeah. of her originals and is really nice.
0: Yeah, and it was only after I decided the shawl I was gonna do and sort of needed to get started that I realized the shawl was beaded and I was part of me was like, shit, <laughs> I did not plan for this. So, but I did end up getting beads for it. Um, I found some really nice sort of beads that have sort of very, various sort of colors, and they were like clear glass, and then the metal inside had mm. been sort of like fire touched, so that it was various different colors, which worked really well with the gradient yarn. And I used my uh, Fleagle beater that I got from uh, Miss Babs a couple years ago at Rhinebeck, which is a little tool that allows you to like put a whole bunch of beads on this little needle, and it's got rubber stoppers. To keep them from sliding off. And it's got a little notch at the end that you put the yarn in. And when you need to put a bead in, you put the yarn, the stitch in a little notch, flick a bead over the end, and then I would usually just put the, the beater down on something with that inclined it a bit so the beads didn't run off. But like that way you can load like a whole bunch of beads on this one thing, mm-hmm. so like I could load a whole bunch of beads in the morning and take it with you. and take it take it with me to work, and I could even do it on the bus, just like to put them on. That's handy. It worked really well. That's I want handy. to get another one, a bigger one for like other weights of yarn.
1: Okay, so that was October, and we went yeah. through Halloween. Yeah.
0: And at the end of October, we went to Scriptus, which is the pen Yes, we did show in Toronto, and got some lovelies. Lovelies. But also that day...
1: We went to visit the Harry Potter store in Toronto! Yeah, we
0: went to visit Curiosa! And you guys...
1: It is everything you wish for. You guys, it this is, place
0: is magical. It is
1: beautiful. It is
0: magical.
1: It is everything you think of in Diagon Alley. Yes. Like, there... They also have, I mean, I was coveting the desk to begin with, but they have this huge painted cherry red secretary desk with all the drawers and everything like that. And it was filled with examples and boxes of wax seals and stuff like that. But I'm also drooling over the frickin' desk.
0: Yeah, it was amazing. And they're one of the few places that have, like, limited edition official licensed, like, prints of some of the like designs and artwork they did for the movies. So yep. like they have prints of like book covers. Yeah. Like the book covers for the textbooks. Yeah. And like, you know, there was one, you could get a giant, giant poster, which was the black family tree.
1: Yes. And it was nice to and see that. It was like that. the
0: art department's design for that, for the, the tapestry.
1: That, that was really cool. I liked seeing that. Cause that was something I, yeah. I, I was trying to figure out when I read the books about that. Yeah,
0: and they had all kinds of other like really cool stuff. There was like this little map of like, of Diagon Alley, which shows like the locations of all the different stores and stuff. And it was like, oh, I could drop some serious money here. And they have like all kinds of neat little things. They have like, they had some really cool like wallets and they had wallets that looked like the the letter, the envelope from Harry's Hogwarts letter that I was so tempted to get. They had satchels and they had posters and they had stationery and... They had jewelry and pins and yeah, stationary things. And and some of them are like official Harry Potter things, and some of them are just things that sort of fit with
1: that genre. Genre that or theme. that sort
0: of theme, that sort of
1: Where aesthetic. It's just a little bit on the eclectic side. Yeah.
0: It was really cool. I would highly it, recommend if you're going to Toronto. I'm I mean there.
1: If, it, it's worth it just to stand in the store and yeah. just look around because it is crammed it feels magic. Of, full of stuff and it is Beautiful
0: and up on top of, one of some of the ca- the bookcases that had the purses and stuff, they have little cauldrons which stir themselves. Yeah, it's so awesome, Brooklyn people. You guys <laughs> need to come up yeah, to Fan to Expo this- next year, and we need to go to the store, or you just period. You just need to come up to Toronto, a. Eh? Or B, like, you can come up to Fan Expo
1: next year. I wonder if they're doing anything special for Christmas. It's
0: generally, like, getting 20% off for everything, guys. Because of the difference in the Canadian dollar right now. I wonder if the store's doing anything for Christmas.
1: Like, how would you... I have
0: been tempted to go to Toronto in the next couple weeks. I may have to go. Like, how would you decorate that store even more? I may have to take a peek at their... For Christmas. I'd have to take a peek at their their Instagram.
1: Yeah. We should do this later. Yeah, that is fun. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that store is amazing and you need to go. They don't have an online store... Very no. sorry. And I know somebody asked about that, but apparently it's it's uh, more than what they can handle at yeah. the moment. Yeah.
0: And I should mention, too, considering all the discussion, because it was around that time, that, uh, you know, last time I mentioned that Mustache Yarn had the Beauty and Her Beast self-striping yarn colorway, uh-huh. and that I had been foiled so far getting it. Well, I got a message from a lovely, lovely listener who said, oh... She's usually at Stitches... Wherever she lives. Stitches wherever. Um, I can't remember which Stitches it is or what the official name is. I know the general area of the, the country she's in. But she's like, she's usually there. I'm sure she'll have it. I can totally get it for you. And as it turned out, Mustache was not at that show. But she had emailed the person at Mustache... And said, hey, I know someone who really wants this colorway. Could you let me know when you post it? And so Mustache sent her an email when she posted it for sale. And so... Look what she got. I have it! Thank you, Denise! I have the Beauty and Beast colorway. It's so pretty. I did think on Halloween, too, like, because I I wore the Belle costume to work for Halloween, even though I'm working in the basement, not with the public anymore. I was like, screw it. I will have to go upstairs a couple times, at least.
1: I wore a squid hat.
0: And it was for my... You know, co workers as well. And of course, because I, I wanted to wear the costume again. Yeah. Also, because it, it's lots of fun going, I, I took the stairs a bit more that day, because, like, it was especially down, because when you go down the stairs fairly rapidly, the skirt sort of poofs a and little twirls bit. Twirls and, yeah, and ripples. ripples. Yes. So, but I, I had sort of the thought that morning that like, I didn't have time, and I was like, oh shit, I should have wound the, the Beauty and the Beast colorway. So I could get a picture of myself knitting the socks while in the costume. But yes, thank you. Jesus. And Denise sent these adorable, adorable um, stickers. I don't have them with me. I'll post the thing. Um, she sent me adorable stickers with it, including ones that were like, it's, it's all this art artwork or art versions of Beauty and the Beast and Hocus Pocus and the 2016 Ghostbusters.
1: And how much yardage is in that?
0: This is, it's 440 yards total. Again, it's a must-match
1: set, so it's two matched half skeins. Okay. So you are going to do socks with that. Yeah. And that way you could take Beauty and the Beast with you wherever yes. you go.
0: So yes, I have it now. I'm so happy. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Denise. <laughs> and in return, she asked me to send her some blue brick, which I uh, gladly did. Fair Uh, trade. Or which I gladly got. Uh, There's a couple things. I'm still grabbing a couple little things to send to her. Um, And then speaking of blue brick, so blue brick has started doing something where she has what she calls pop-up colorways. So generally like the first couple days of the month you can only order them for like 36 36 hours, 48 hours from her online store. Um, And they're just one-off sort of colorways for that month. So for October, she had a colorway called Purple Rain, which I was like, I needs this, so I got uh, the.
1: Not gonna say it.
0: Escarpment. Shut it.
1: Not gonna say it.
0: Shut it. She means it matches what I'm wearing because it has a slight bit of pink in it, and I'm wearing a pink shirt. Um, I got this Escarpment DK Twin set, so it's two skeins, matching skeins, of the gradient, and it's like goes from a a sort of light lavender violet into like a more pinky and then darker. Pink purple into a dark purple into and a gray, or maybe it goes from gray into violet. I haven't like unwound them yet. And then I also got one of the lace skeins in it because I couldn't decide. Um, and for the the twins, what I might actually do is I might actually do a cowl out of it. So get some. Uh, I was thinking of doing like a colorwork cowl. Mm-hmm. I might just do a cowl, um, basically, so that I could do I could start say at like the, the one end of the skein go into the middle of the cowl. At the end of one skein. And then start at the same spot. So like say in, into the dark gray. In the center. And then start at the dark gray. Yeah. With the next one and then go back out. So it's mirror yeah. image. Sort of gradient. And then for November, she had one called Blue Christmas. And it was stunning to see. And it was stunning. And one of the bases she had it on was sparkly. It's Merino Cashmere Sparkle. So um
1: Ooh, look at that. <laughs> yep. That is a glacier. It is That is a magical glacier so that Christmas elves have pixie dusted. Yeah, it goes from sort of a grey
0: into a slightly grey blue into a sort of turquoisey and then into a dark sort of indigo. And I got it on the sparkle base. And it is super pretty.
1: It, it, I will admit. It is
0: so pretty. I will
1: admit. Yeah, that is that is a pretty combination. The noise I
0: made when I opened up the envelope. It might have been vaguely sexual. <laughs> and I'm only partly kidding. There was a noise that I made that I... Yeah. All right, then. It's super pretty. So, yeah. So, if you like the ombre yarns, you might want to keep an eye on the blue brick. The Blue Brick Instagram and Facebook, so that you know when that stuff is coming out. And so you can see the preview of the colors, because the colors are pretty.
1: She is now coming out with uh, a bunch of tonals.
0: Yeah, and they're really pretty, too. It's like, God damn it, Shireen, you need to stop. And then, and other fibery things just this past week. Yes. <laughs> this past weekend was... The Sheep
1: to Shawl at the uh, Royal Winter Royal... Fair. Yeah.
0: Well, or Royal Agricultural Agricultural Winter Winter
1: Fair. Yeah. Also known as waking up at five in the frickin' morning from a dream with Tom Hiddleston. Oh, dear. Yeah. It was not a dream I care to share with my husband. (laughs) And it was rudely interrupted. Very rudely interrupted. (laughs) But this is the event that uh, we do every year where we take a... We are given a fleece. Yeah. That is still in the grease, so it has not been washed, and it still has all of the usual... Uh, Dirt and vegetable matter. Yeah. And other things. Yeah. Um, in it. And we have to card it and spin it and ply it and weave it into a shawl of a certain square inch, all within four hours. Yeah. And we... And this particular time, we were surrounded by pens of sheep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we were in the West An- East Annex, Lower East Annex. Yeah, uh, we were in the Sheep and Goat Ring, which is basically where they had been showing the sheep and goats and stuff um, a few days before surrounded by pens full of sheep. Yeah, literally. Which meant, you know, the smell was interesting.
1: It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going
0: to be. It wasn't as Um, cold as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it wasn't as cold as it was going to be, because that place is not terribly well heated. No. Though, I mean, it wasn't as bad as I thought... The smell wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be when we were in there. Um, I did need to leave every single thing that I wore and brought with me in the basement for a couple days to air out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. mine. My stuff went straight to... Straight to shower and straight to laundry. Yeah, I went in the shower do not, and like do the do stuff not, I was wearing went in the laundry. And do not pass go. Carrying. Do not collect yeah. two hundred dollars. Go straight to cleaning. Yeah,
0: it or at least a- airing out like my coat and everything and my the bags of stuff that I brought It was
1: just downstairs airing out. There was a lot of that <laughs> because whew, there was also the yeah. um, cow dairy uh, yeah, milking the, demonstration uh, that I think was only fifty right feet away from us. Yeah,
0: judging by the sound of the the patter that I kept hearing all day. <laughs>
1: Learned more facts about cows. We did, <laughs> we did. <laughs> when Indeed. I wasn't listening to music. And so every year we have a theme, and this year we did. We were celebrating uh, this women's 100 years of voting rights in Canada. Yep, yeah.
0: and also just the spotlighting movement. the 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 women's movement overall, like sort of sort of the the reflecting on the past and the and the present in one. And we called our, our our title of our our display was... She persisted.
1: Yes. And we all wore pussy hats. Yep. (laughs) Yes. We went there. Yeah. We did. We we went there. And our display, because you have to put up a display, and every year I use, yeah, I print it out on one of our big proofers at work, but I use the trifold boards that you get for, you know, science fair things. And uh, yeah, we did include some fictional characters at yeah. in our she persisted thing, like um, like Wonder Woman and Peggy yeah. Carter, because guess what, and Princess Leia. Yeah, because guess what, they are also role models. Yeah, they are strong. We
0: included them as well as um, as well as real, you know, people. Yes. You know, like Billie Jean, Billie Jean King, King. Nellie McClung, who was yes. one of the, uh, Nellie McClung and it was not Emily Murphy. Dang it, dang Agnes McPhail yes. was the other one that Maybe. we had on there, which are two of the, two of the Canadians know as the famous five, which are the ones that the, the primary like um, suffrage leaders, as well as Agnes McPhail was the first uh, woman to serve as senator. Featured some in of the, the Senate. And who won the the Canadian persons case where l- women in 1929 women were re- legally um, for the purposes of government recognized as persons, persons.
1: yeah <laughs> yeah that was a thing yeah that was a thing we had a t- we um, had a timeline um, yeah. put down on the table of this is where we started and these are well, we, this is what's happened in the last hundred years yeah. So there. So it was educational for people as well. Yep. The fleece this year was dirty. Yeah, that was. A, she was a dirty little bitch. <laughs> she has been reading some like Fifty Shades of Crack, <laughs> is what she is. Not even Fifty Shades of Gray. She was reading Fifty Shades of Crack. Yeah. Like I don't. I wash. I've never had to clean my hands so many times. Yeah,
0: mine. I've never seen my hands that caked. Yeah. Cause Just like from she was spinning. really
1: sticky. Yeah. From the lanolin and like pretty dirty, yeah. So we were calling it forest junk. Yeah, but yeah. we
0: and then we I should say too, like we we go to the to the royal with the warm with the warp on the loom, and I dyed the the yarn again this year, and this time we did sort of a gradient of like light pink into like darker, brighter pinks and into a little bit of purplish.
1: Yep, and it had a nice gradient effect. Yeah,
0: it looked really nice. I was quite pleased with it. Good, good. Yeah, we got fifth out of five teams. The judging was a little different this year cuz I think they've I th- part of me is, is I think it's because the last especially last year, but the top like four or five teams last year must have been. I'm pretty sure we got like a 92 or a 93 out of 100 last year and we were fourth place. So like the top four teams, maybe top five teams were like within eight points of yeah. the top of the scale. So I think they just sort of have refigured out how they're judging things. Um, because the score this year was quite a bit lower, even though the shawl was objectively better than like past years with higher scores. But whatever, whatever. <laughs> it's again, it's the experience. It's you know, it's again, it's the it's the challenge and the fun of doing it. Like even though it is it is a super long day. Yes. <laughs> um, and it it's like I said, you know, I got home at like five thirty, and I looked at the clock, and I'm like twelve hours ago. Yep. I was making myself a cup of tea. I will repeat before leaving the house, and I had already had a
1: shower. And done my hair and my makeup and gotten dressed. I will repeat. Dream with Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get that back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, you know, but it's also fun. And I think... And we have a... You know, our team, I think, has a good balance of, like, taking it seriously. And having fun. But being chill.
1: Yeah. Like, we will <laughs> you know? we will not sacrifice all of the livestock. Yeah, like, everybody there, like... And everybody
0: there, like, they're there the entire time. Like, I don't think anybody... I don't think many people even left for a bathroom break during that entire four hours. I know I didn't. I, I don't think Carrie did. Michelle I did, definitely didn't.
1: I did only uh, when we had stopped spinning.
0: Yeah, once once we, once we had stopped spinning, that's when I ran to the bathroom.
1: Yeah, and do you, do you remember how when it was said that okay, Michelle says we can stop spinning, everybody just sort of like let go of the fleece and yeah, like, nope, like, not touching nope. it. <laughs> don't want it. But I mean, so like we're. You know,
0: and people are, like, steadily spinning and stuff like that and, like, you know, checking the loom and making sure that, you know, things are working well there and stuff like that. But they're not, like, nobody's getting, like, taking it so seriously that, like, someone, people are talking or something like that. Getting wound up about somebody, you know, not spinning fast enough or, like, you know.
1: We do appreciate our two helpers, Cheryl and uh, Sydney Sydney, for keeping people away from the weaver. (laughs)
0: Oh yes, and congratulations to Red Parrots and Sydney for entering the drop spindle contest this Woo! year.
1: Sydney didn't even know she was gonna enter. Yeah.
0: She Woo! didn't know she was gonna enter until like ten minutes after it started. Or until just around the time it started. And uh and I know Red Parrots was like was determined to enter but was like super, super nervous
1: and she got third place. Good for her. So go, Red Parrots. Yeah, I tried to learn the drop spindle and I wind up throwing things mainly drop spindles i don't know maybe now that i know a little bit more about spinning maybe i should try it again but um yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not the easiest hobby for an aries to pick up yeah
0: and then needless to say like once we got everything packed up and in the cars and cleaned up it was like two o'clock and you me and katie just descended upon the smoke's
1: I mean, I'm happy that there wasn't a line because I would have gotten rude. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we actually timed it really well. There was no line when we got there.
1: Yeah. Um, It's kind of a tradition. If we are going to be up for this long, damn it, we need calories.
0: And especially because we don't really get lunch. No. Until after it's until like two o'clock. And by that time, it's like, give me all the carbs.
1: We've got We basically have rice crackers and cheese and things like that to eat one-handedly as we go. Yeah.
0: Or mostly the just nibble on like afterward when we're coming down from the from the adrenaline yeah. of finishing it. But after that, it's like, okay, need food. Much need food. Carbs. Wonderful, wonderful carbs covered in gravy and cheese curds. Yum. Mm, poutine. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah, so we had fun. But it's also like, okay, that's done for another year. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. To, be, to tell the truth, my wheel only came out of the car today. <laughs> Because when I got home, I was like, okay, I'm taking my body and basically my backpack that had my wallet in it, and I'm getting myself inside. Yeah. And everything else can just go to hell for a little while. Yeah. (laughs) But considering that it is getting colder, my wheel probably would not appreciate spending too many nights outside in the car. So she came inside.
0: Mine needs a good wash, a good clean with some... Murphy's oil soap before I do anything. So further in adventures in knitting, what are you working on right now?
1: Right now, because I finished As speak. I finished my husband's sweater. Yay! Um, it is a little tight on him because he gained a little bit of weight in between when I started <laughs> it and yeah. when I finished it. But, you know, such is life. I was going to say,
0: well, that's going to happen when you're in hospital for a few weeks.
1: Yeah. So um, what I am doing now is I am making my sweater. I was originally going to make a sweater for the boy child, and I asked him what he wanted, and he told me, and I decided, no, I am not spending money on that. <laughs> Especially with the way you're going, you're going to grow out of it within two months. Yeah. Because he is, he is getting ready for a growth spurt. Yeah. And I am not spending money on that. I'm not spending time on that. <laughs> so no, you don't get one. I am making a sweater for me. Isn't so, it an Overwatch-inspired sweater yes, that he wants? Yes, uh, not Overwatch, Undertale. Okay, it's an undertail over sweater. under something like that. Yeah, thingy 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 <laughs> thingy and more thingy. Oh, you could talk your ear off. Let me tell you. So I, oh, am... I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do know. Yeah, I do. So I am making. This is Tanis's Sunday drive. Yep, from Tanis Fiber Arts, and this is her yarn, and it is new as of this year. Although I think the new sticker has been taken off of it now. This is her colorway in mint, and I have really been drawn to this.
0: Yeah. And you're making this one for yourself. For
1: myself. Nobody else has been consulted about this. This is all mine. And it is very, now that I've gotten past, you know, keeping track of things around the yoke, because it is knit in the round top down, um, it is now to the point of mindless knitting, and it is garter stitch. So I don't have to keep track of anything. Yay. Which is really nice. The other thing I was working on with said hurricane... Yes? Yarn is I was making some man-sized socks. And this is... These are actually zipper socks designed by Patty Waters. I just haven't figured out which man I'm giving it to yet. Whether it's my husband, <laughs> one of my brothers, my dad... I was going to say, Maggie. I haven't figured out which man I'm to. You need getting. some context there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, you know, Tom hasn't answered my answered my phone call, so... Yeah. <laughs> I really got to stop doing that. I got to let go. It's... <laughs> As long as they keep bringing out more Marvel movies where he shows up, I'm not going to let go. Damn it, I had just gotten through this. Let it go. Let it go. Stop it, because there is a fandom of Elsa and Loki. Oh my god. (laughs) Because they are both wintry type people. Yeah. But anyway, so I've got one... Snow Snow Queen and the Frost Giant. Yeah. So there's one done. And I've got the cuff of the other, and it is basically my travel knitting, because when my sweater becomes too big, and it is also in worsted weight, then I move to the socks, and I have no real schedule, because I haven't told anybody I'm knitting anything for them for Christmas. I basically just have not. Because you're not knitting things for them for Christmas. I Yeah, I haven't. um, I did make a shawl for somebody for their birthday. Mm-hmm. And that was the DK weight shawl And I really like the way it turned out I do, I'm making a, sh- a s- The other S word Shawl, sweater, sway f- f- scarf Don't mind me <laughs> It's just words My son asked for a scarf To be woven And he wanted it in the same pattern As my mom's shawl mm-hmm. And I told him he could pick out Yarn from my stash for it Uh huh And he picked out some, but there wasn't enough to get the whole thing done. Being that he's my son and he doesn't care, he's just like, it's okay, just any blue yarn. So I'm like, I'm using up bits and pieces of blues that I have. Yeah. So he, that will actually should be ready within the next 24 hours. Woo. Yeah. I mean, it looks like half, it looks like a cross between a Smurf and a Doctor Who Who scarf. (laughs) (laughs) But he's happy with it. He's also, he really wanted to help somehow. And anybody who has a 10-year-old and is managing a loom no, that doesn't really work. But I've taught him how to wind yarn onto the bobbins for me, mm-hmm. so he keeps my bobbins filled. So <laughs> he has a job whenever I do weaving, which makes him feel happy. So he was, a, he was actually a part of doing the weaving. Yeah, so that's pretty much, I, yeah, my, my, I have no idea what I'm working on because I, I'm, I don't know if I'm coming or going. <laughs> <laughs> I have no deadline for this sweater. I have no deadline for this sock. I am just sort of like going and that's it. I'm just, just meandering my way down knitting lane. Yep. And that's it. And that is not like me at this time of year. I actually, um, you remember for the longest time I was coveting the blue brick yarn so that I could learn brioche knitting? Yes. And I, like, Sydney helped me figure out brioche, and then I never freaking started the cowl.
0: (laughs) Because you had enough of the brioche just trying to start it.
1: Ah! So I, I am accepting that I am just very casually and just dealing with knitting is... Is just be is comfort right now. <gasps> it, it, there is no deadline. There is no mandatory amount I have to knit per day. I'm just accepting knitting, face value as zen. which is good. Yeah, it, it's it is a nice change.
0: Okay, well in the knitting thing, as I said, I started and finished the Three Wishes shell by Nim Teasdale. Uh, I finished the monkey socks I was working on la- last time. Actually, I think last time I was saying I, I should probably cast them on, and I did, and I finished them. <laughs> I did start for Reinbeck a uh, colorwork cowl, which is inspired by Reinbeck. It is my own thing. Ooh. I searched out patterns myself, so I actually found I found a little pattern that looks like little donuts for the apple cider donuts, and I drafted one that looks like just little barns for the you know the barns Mm -hmm. and you know trees and i found a you know border that's like leaves that looks like fall leaves and stuff like that and i'm doing it in uh the background is leftover like black yarn from oh the name has just gone out of my head it starts with an s they're always at the kitchen wilder knitters fair shellridge shellridge that was it yep and they're always at Rhinebeck too Uh, the background is black Shell Ridge Farms that I had left over from a few things. The color work stuff is done in the Falling Leaves colorway, uh, by Dragonfly Fibers that I got at Rhinebeck. Okay. Like last year, the year before. So I'm doing it, like I said, and I'm going to have one, a little pattern that looks like mountains and stuff. And then the center one that I'm going to do is a big sort of center thing on the cowl. Is going to be like a, a traditional sort of like fair isle Nordic like star mm-hmm. pattern, because you know one of the things you notice when you go to Rhinebeck is all the, the stars, stars that you can see because it's so far out into the country. Yeah, that's so. I've got I've got all these things that remind me of Rhinebeck that I'm going to do in the cowl, um, and I started it on the way there. I think I got the donuts done, <laughs> or no, I did the no. I even the very first little thing I did on the cowl, a uh, little color work thing, as I did one little thing, very simple pattern that looks like. Road. For the travel the Yeah, for the, highway. Part. On yeah, the, way for the there. travel part. Yeah, I did road on the bottom. Maybe on the top I should find something that looks like train tracks. But I haven't worked on it since then just because I've been like super busy. And then um, I also, in, in advance of the Sheep to Shawl, I finished spinning the sort of brown-gray Biffle Shetland mix that I got from Hope of the- Hopeful Shetlands over a couple knitters Frolics. Uh-huh. I finished spinning it all. Uh, so I should actually measure out how much I have, like what the yardage is, and, and figure out what I'm going to do with it. I think I'm probably going to do like a shawl sort of thing out of it. And it's it's lovely
1: and like rustic looking. Cool. And very good for coming winters. Yes.
0: And especially I, I should work on the sweater soon. And I also kind of want to th- figure out like a larger shawl project sort of thing. Because uh, where I work now, it is cold <laughs> in the basement. Partly just because it's the basement, but also because... The department I work in is right near the shipping receiving doors. Ew. And so when there's larger sort of deliveries coming, you know, they'll just leave the door open and they will just leave the door open to the end. there's like the little receiving area wh- whose door is usually open to the rest of the building where we are. And so there can be quite a cool draft. When there's a delivery coming and they they just leave the door open. And that's with it having been, like, in single digits Celsius. When it gets down to the minuses in, like, January, February, it's going to be pretty fracking cold down there. So I think I should start, keep going on the, or pick up that sweater I was working on and start working on a, also start working on a fingering weight sweater and maybe a shawl or something that I can leave at work to sort of curl up in at my desk. And then the other thing I want I kind of want to do soon as also kind of work related, I want to get some fabric so I can make some bunting, some holidayish bunting that I can put on my desk <laughs> because basically when I'm sitting down at about eye level, there's like there's the the little walls on my desk that surround my little work area um, that go up to about eye level. and then there's like a counter on the back part. Mm -hmm. of my desk which overhangs the back of my desk and the way my desk faces my desk faces like i sit looking out at where everybody comes in and shipping receiving in my manager's office so like as people come in if they look over at my desk they basically just see the wall of my desk Mm. and the counter okay so i would like to get some fabric so i can make some little bunting that i can like string up at my desk for the holidays in like a you know like a, a darker sort of like red and green and stuff like that that I can sew. Yay. <laughs> Cause I have a desk to desk desk to decorate now.
1: I have a bunch of snowflakes I can give you.
0: <laughs> okay. So that's it. I think moving into Geeksquee which we'll cover pretty quickly.
1: Yeah. Uh first things first we saw Thor Ragnarok. We did. <laughs> which is why you which know we'll Tom... give you the the short version of the This is why review. Tom Hiddleston was in my dreams. Yeah. Um, which I really I enjoyed. I loved it. I enjoyed it, it a funny, more than... It was a funny movie.
0: Yeah. It
1: it was... Ah, it, yeah, it was more comical than I expected it to be.
0: Yeah, this one, they leaned more toward the campy, and I think that was a good move. I know there's probably people who are probably pissed about it, but whatever, I thought it was a good move with Thor to, to sort of... And sort of a, a switch from... From the tone of the last two, I mean, the last two Thor movies, they've had their comedic moments, but especially the last one, it, it verged into more serious. And then this one was a definitely a big tonal shift, if you just look at the Thor movies. Mm-hmm. And I think it worked really well. I think it's kind of where it needed to go, um, especially as the Captain America movies have been more serious and the Avengers movies have been more serious. I kind of like that.
1: I got my wish. I got Benedict and Tom Hiddleston on screen together. Yes. Oh, my. We may have reached across and, like, (laughs) high-fived. You know, it may have been for less than two minutes. In fact, it may have been less than 30 seconds on screen together. But it happened. It was fabulous. (laughs) It was everything I wanted. And I'm still riding the high.
0: Yeah, and I've seen various reviews, too, from people about the humor in the movie. And I think part of it is the director this time is a, he's a New Zealand director named Taika Waititi. And he, I have seen one of his other movies and I've heard about one of his other movies. Um, And the sense of humor in the Thor movie is very similar to his other movies. He did a movie, a movie I really enjoyed called Hunt for the Wilder People, which was really cute. And um, he also did one, a really one that I kind of want to see now. Um, called uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. And it's about vampires. Interesting. But I think it's like, it's, I think it might be mockumentary-ish. <laughs> um, and it's, it's supposed to be, and it's, you know, about vampires, but I think it's, it's fairly goofy. Okay. Um, but yeah, so the, the tone of the humor I noticed in Thor is very similar to his other movies, especially for the character that he does the voice for, uh, which was the
1: big sort of rock oh guy. yeah yeah cord
0: yeah yeah the one who uh, the one yeah. who has the New Zealand accent basically
1: the guy who was uh got thrown in jail for starting a rebellion yes yes so oh, uh love it. Love yeah it. so he does the voice for that guy and love it's, it. yeah what'd you think of hella she was pretty Bad. awesome
0: that was badass I saw on uh NPR's um pop culture happy hour one of the guys did compare her to like... She was, said she brought kind of a slightly drag queen sensibility and said it as a compliment,
1: and I'm like, yeah, I can see that. It is a damn good movie. Yeah, um, it's it it's not highbrow, no. but it is entertaining as fuck. It is
0: entertaining as hell, and like I thought Tom Hiddleston was really well used in it, and I really like and as they say in the system pop culture happy hour, um, I think you know part of the way they thought that that was Thor in this movie, I think was part maybe i don't know if they how much production they had done by this point but you know maybe partly inspired by his performance in ghostbusters <laughs> maybe they realized exactly how good chris hemsworth is at humor cuz he is really good at like comedic timing and Deadpan face, just the delivery. delivery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. And into spoiler warning. Again, as usual, I'll put the 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 time in the show notes when you can come back if you don't want spoilers. But uh, again, just in case for spoilers. I really like. I did sort of like, you know, the end. It does have a very, a fairly strong, like refugee sort of theme and storyline, which seems it does rather topical right now. I don't
1: know if you saw this story. Somebody posted this on Twitter, and he was walking out of the theater with his eight-year-old, and uh, he asked his son what was his favorite character, and he said the Jesus character. And does the he said Thor with the long hair? No, his hair got cut. The Jesus character, Odin. Who? And he goes, no, Dad. I'm like, which character are you talking about? The guy with the dreadlocks who saves everybody. That's what Jesus would do. <laughs> ah. Oh. <laughs> Idris Elba. You mean Idris Elba. Heimdall. In which and case, yes.
0: Heimdall. I accept this Lord and Savior. Yes.
1: And Idris Elba saw this tweet conversation, liked it, and said, actually, I do own a rocking pair of sandals. I think I
0: did see yes. that. Yes. And, I,
1: and I'm like, this man is Amazing. I think he must like yes yes I will part oh, I will be a part of this religion yes
0: and I loved I loved the inclusion of Hulk <laughs> oh, I Hulk. loved like, just all the scenes with Hulk and Thor I'm just like yep this is this is the best Hulk
1: is a sadistic bastard <laughs> I mean he's a comical sadistic bastard also I really liked Valkyrie oh yeah she was awesome she rocked she
0: rocked. She had a, she had depth. Yeah, she had a really interesting character. And one thing
1: I really liked. She's bi. The armor. Oh, the armor? Yeah. yeah also she well also being bi is awesome. Well, yeah. it might be in the director's cut. Her yeah. character is bi, and yeah. it's something that has been in the news a little bit. Yeah.
0: It's in the or it's it's something that was cut out of the you know, the line yeah. that makes it really clear is cut out. Who knows if it'll be in extended scenes or director's cut or whatever on the DVD, but it was something that was originally in the movie. And didn't make yeah, it.
1: her armor was beautiful. Like, the final fight scenes and yeah. everything. Her armor is gorgeous. Yeah. It's also... Functional. Functional. And
0: it covers the things that need to be covered. Like organs. Yes. Like vital organs. <laughs> okay.
1: And speaking of hilariously, what the fuck? Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my
0: God. Well, I mean, Jeff Goldblum is basically Chad playing Jeff Goldblum, but like... I will be, He does it so well, though. I, I
1: will be honest. I did not expect that. I expected something, but that wasn't it. <laughs> but I was pleasantly surprised. Yes. Also, by the way, we're in spoiler territory. Did they just go there with the Willy Wonka song? Yes, yes they, they did. did.
0: Holy crap. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of speaking of other little cameos. Uh, hello. The, during that little play within a play. Oh,
1: pff,
0: yes. Matt Damon? Matt <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damon, how did you get in this movie? I know a guy who knows a guy. Also, like, it was, I, it, it's one of the Hemsworth brothers playing yes. Thor. Yes, it is. That. And Sam Neill, who was in Jurassic Park. Park. And also in Hunt for the Wilder People, which is per, as, as Odin. So it was sort of like, wait a minute. Where did you guys come from? I know a guy who knows a guy. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I have worked with the director before. That was pretty cool.
1: Hey, uh, you guys feel like doing a little bit of a play? It's only going to be a couple minutes long, but are you up for it? It's like a you know, it's like a day of shooting. We'll pay you, you in beer. to be in the new Marvel movie. We'll pay you in beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: god, Matt Damon playing Loki. <laughs> that was uh, hilarious. Funny, but yeah, I really, I
1: really enjoyed it. I have to admit, uh, Heimdall was was my favorite character. Mm, Heimdall, for more than I mean, Heimdall is a really cool character. He is. He's Even a- disregarding
0: the part where he's also,
1: also Indra <laughs> he had a really hard i mean I, I don't know if this is just like me and my thing for the underdog but he was basically doing robin hood shit saving literal yeah. lives hiding citizens like in mass quantities yeah it, and that he was is the real just, hero of this. that is just as hard if not harder Then running around the galaxy finding big fighty things. Yeah.
0: Oh my god. One of the favorite moments. (laughs) Loki when when he sees that it's Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) I have to get off this planet. He's also like, oh god, I need to get off this planet now.
1: I need to go. And when Hulk goes ragdoll on Thor Thor and Loki just like, Yes! How do you like it? (laughs) I just kinda love that look of like, oh god. Therapy, much Loki? <laughs> you need some? Yeah. Well, that boy needs therapy. Like oh, he needs all kinds yeah, of therapy for a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot of one-liners in this movie, but let's not uh, take too long on it. Yeah. So Based, two thumbs up. We definitely enjoyed. Yes. Very much, very much loved. Looking forward to seeing what uh, deleted scenes might be. Yes. So yes,
0: back from spoilers. And uh, speaking of superhero movies and things that, and also discussing armor. And what the fucks? And especially, you know, or armor that bothers to cover certain vital organs. Um, yeah. Uh, so
1: there have been pictures coming out of the Amazons for the Justice League movie. movie. Um, because Wonder yeah. Woman is in the realm of DC, and she is in the Justice League movie that is about to come out.
0: Yeah, and it, it it's it's like it's like the textbook demonstration of female gaze versus male gaze. Because
1: um what those are are leather bikinis
0: yeah i' I've, I've seen people describing them as warkinis. yeah, I, I mean the Amazons are wearing in the new justice League movie granted, like they
1: don't cover abdomens they have r- rock solid abs kudos yes. rock but solid abs will not deflect a sword will not deflect a sword no they won't nor spear or arrow or anything like that so functional in a fu- the only Instance, I have known... All right, I can think of two instances only where you really don't want, need armor in that region. Mm-hmm. One is if you're a ninja. Yeah. In which case, you is doing stuff in the dark anyways. Yeah. So you are not exactly going headlong for this. But I mean,
0: even then, most ninjas are not wearing bikinis.
1: No, they're not wearing bikinis. <laughs> they're wearing cloth, but not yeah. bikinis. Two, if you're um. Berserker Celt, but in that case you are drugged up the wazoo on woad. Yeah, and you don't understand that you're bleeding from. Yes, and you don't feel pain. <laughs> and you don't feel pain. <laughs> so, and the Amazons are neither of yeah. those of those two classes. And I'm sure people are going to tell me other classes where it's not needed, but those are the only two I can think of right now. Yeah. Basically, the Wonder Woman movie armor step forward, Justice League movie armor step it back. back. Yes, two different costume designers, from what I understand.
0: Yes, one female, and one male. Imagine that. Yes, but which, which is which? Let's. So um... speaking of and but speaking of Wonder Woman too, that... uh, chalk one up for gal, Gal Gadot. I think is how you actually pronounce it.
1: I I honestly don't. know. I heard it.
0: Okay, while fine. How you pronounce it? I can't remember now. Sorry. Just call her Diana. <laughs> well, she uh, chalk one up for her because uh. She stated earlier this week that she wouldn't sign on for a sequel to Wonder Woman unless Brett Ratner was uh, basically bought out, bought out, banned from being having anything to do with it because of sexual harassment, sexual assault ha- allegations. And as of like a couple days ago, looks like she has won. Yes. She is confirmed. Brett Ratner will no longer be involved in making the follow up to
1: Wonder Woman. And not only that, but the follow-up Wonder Woman got uh, an earlier release date. I think by a yeah. month. November 2019? Yes. Yes. Still too far away, but yes. I mean, when something is that good, it is far away. Thank you very much, Gal. Yes. Thank
0: you for taking that stand. And I'm so glad it
1: worked. <laughs> yes.
0: Because this bullshit in every field needs to stop. Yes. And, like, every single day, it seems like more people are coming out and exposing these creeps for who they are. So, and it might be, you know, it might be difficult when it's your fave, but... It sucks, but... Yeah. It sucks, but it is what it ap- is. Rules apply. And other women need your support. Yes. So, <laughs> on to happier things. Yes. Uh, let's just go to the straight to the other superhero thing. Character posters came out for Black Panther, and oh. My. my God. God. Hell. Yes. Yes. I am five hundred percent in for this.
1: Yes. There the I have not seen I think it was, I think it was said that the only two white guys in the movie poster are the two little guys and it was uh Martin and Andy Serkis. Andy yeah. and the joke was they're the Tolkien white guys. <laughs> yeah because they the both token a- white guys. they both appeared in, in the uh, Lord of the Rings movies.
0: Yeah. And some badass women of color. Uh uh. Mm. I cannot wait for this movie.
1: And they're getting action figures, I heard. Yes. They're not getting dolls, they're getting action figures. Yes. Because
0: yeah. I am so here for this. Actually, yeah, scrolling through the posters, let's see. So there's one, two dudes. One, two, three, four.
1: Three dudes to f- Uh, Three dudes to four women. Three
0: people, three men of color to four women of color. Token white guy. Uh, Four dudes, four men of color, five men of color, and another token white guy. But yeah, that's like, it's already more women of color than have been in all
1: of the Marvel movies combined. From what I understand, or from what I'm glimpsing, I could be wrong when the movie comes out, but all of the palace guards, so to speak, and the king's guard and the king's bodyguard, they're all women. Yeah. Yeah. Because you remember in um, uh, Civil War it was, the woman came out and said to Black Widow, move or you will be moved. Yeah. 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 She's one of his bodyguards. Yeah. And it is awesome. It is like that in regiment form in the trailers. And it is awesome. And the technology Mm -hmm. and the culture and the, I'm like, Uh, oh,
0: I cannot wait. I
1: cannot. This comes out on my husband's birthday. I am so, and I am, it is, it is something to look forward to. Hey, hey. Tell you what, if you're single, don't worry about Valentine's Day. This is for you. (laughs) Because this comes out February 16th. And if anybody asks, just tell them you are going to have a fucking awesome time. Yes. Because that's what's going to happen.
0: I cannot wait And I'm also, I'm just so excited to see this too, for all the fans of color. Yeah. Who
1: Who need to be represented. Yeah.
0: And I mean, that was one of the things, just thinking of this now, that was one of the things I sort of, you know, had that moment of you know when I was dressing up as Belle and it was like you know I realized you know had that moment of like yeah this is how you know this character has meant so much to me because especially when I first met the character I was a kid who really liked to read and who was kind of a weirdo for really liking to read and I would read and walk at the same time and read and do other things at the same time with my nose in a book and like so, this carrot that this character was on screen meant a lot to me, and it's also reinforcing, like, yeah, this is why we need representation. Because yes. I was a little white girl. I mean, women are in general are underrepresented in, in underrepresented in media, but like when they are represented, it's probably a white chick.
1: Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Yes. Okay. What else? <laughs> also, it just looks totally badass. It does. It the the costuming and the cinematography is is going to rock your tits. <laughs> and if you don't have tits, I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: well, humans are all mammals. We all have tits I, of some form. In some form, yes. yes.
1: We can go into a really dirty discussion right yes. now, and I don't want to. You know,
0: whatever your gender, you, you have tits of some kind, like you know. I was just I was just unless, trying to throw a phrase you know, out there, or have had. I mean, there are sometimes people who have had to have them
1: removed, but I was just throwing a phrase out. <laughs> sorry. Alright, let me make up for it by saying Hey, did you like the Pokemon game? Admit it, you played it Well, guess what? Well, I didn't Loser (laughs) Get in, loser We're going Fantastic Beast hunting Yes, because Niantic, which is the uh, company that originally made Well, to begin with, it made Google Maps Then it made Ingress Then it made the Pokemon Pokemon Go. Go is now officially coming out. I know you've heard this. I know it's been a rumor. I know it's been refuted. But this time, it is a statement from Niantic the themselves. Harry Potter Wizards Unite game to be coming it is out. coming. And it is supposed to be coming out the beginning of next year. So fans are anticipating the first three months. Yeah.
0: I And it's the same sort of augmented reality mobile game as Pokemon
1: Go. So... Once again, the, uh, the streets will be flooded with people staring at their phones. But I, l- I loved that thing about Pokemon Go when I told you to look up and look around, and it was 8 o'clock at night, and people were just all over downtown. Yeah. All, all ages of people, all types of people, all congregating and sharing and, Hey, I found one over there! You can get one over there! It was great.
0: Yeah. So in this case, they are going to be able, you're going to be able to uh, learn spells, explore real world, na- world neighborhoods and cities to f- discover and fight legendary beasts, and team up with others to take down powerful enemies. <laughs> so basically, you are going to get to wander your city as a wizard. Fuck
1: yeah. So when that happens, people, and more than likely, yes, you will probably have to get sorted. Yeah, and that's what the teams are going. to This be. is going to be fucking magic.
0: <laughs> can you imagine playing this like in Toronto, and Ooh. being like having people like descending on the ROM and being like troll
1: <laughs> troll in the galleries? <laughs> nice. Thought you ought to know. <laughs> yeah, somebody's going to do that.
0: Like or can you, Oh yes, Casaloma. Have you ever seen? Well, you've seen Casaloma because you've seen the first X Men movie. Yeah, I... yeah, I, and it was filmed there. You um, mean the train station? No, the uh for Xavier school.
1: Oh, okay, The okay.
0: interiors, I should the exteriors were shot at a place in Oakville. The interiors of Xavier School are Castle Loma. That's right. But it basically looks like it's the the 19 teens version of a castle. They do they have a bunch of escape rooms that look awesome. Oh, fuck me standing. But uh Woo! yeah, that's Castle Loma. It's basically looks like a castle. Castle, you know, the the Nineteen teens version of a castle. Can you imagine running around the grounds of Casteloma?
1: What are you doing, Hippogriff?
0: Hippogriff! I'm right behind you. Running around, running around the grounds of Casteloma, being like, "Expecto Patronum,"
1: and something actually happens.
0: Yeah, of like running around and like turning a corner, and there's a Dementor there on your phone. Nice. It's going to be a maze
1: Yes, it is. Okay, I am out of yarn. I need to order another skein. <laughs>
0: yeah, I am so excited for this, and I am weeping for my data my data plan. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, there,
1: there's always a, a there's always a payment for the for the magic. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look and at you know my poss- my options for
0: data plans because yeah, just imagine. It's gonna be so awesome, like running around Toronto. Yeah, there's this. This is just from a post on their blog that I'm looking at. So like they, you know, they say stay tuned to our social channels for updates as we work to bring this game to life. So yeah, if you follow them on Twitter, but the if you search for them, I'm sure you'll be able to find their Twitter. It's Niantic Labs, N I A N T I C, and uh, something other else amazing that came
1: out recently. Our first look. Oh yeah, at Jodie Whittaker. And her outfit as the new doctor. As the new doctor. And it is a pretty pretty easy cosplay. Yeah. Pretty, and a comfortable cosplay, too. Yeah. No armor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's just wearing, like, boots and... Those look like, like stripy socks. Pants that have been rolled up.
0: Yeah. Pants that have suspenders that have been rolled up. And then a shirt with, like, a little rainbow sort of stripe across across the middle of the chest. And then a sort of long gray, gray coat with again sort of that stripy thing just on the inside of the collar It does look fairly eclectic
1: <laughs> which is suiting for the doctor Yeah we've had a couple of doctors that have been in neutralish suits yeah. and or leather jackets so you know this is a little bit of a flashback to you know the earlier doctors had a little bit more of eccentricity
0: I mean someone on Twitter did say it does look a little bit like Mark and Mindy it's nah, <laughs> well. true. Um, but, you know, the the stripe does sort of lean into the the traditional scarf, you know, and Eleven did have his suspenders. But yeah, it certainly looks interesting, and I cannot wait to see her appear. I don't know how much we're actually going to see her in the Christmas special, because the last few times the Doctor has regenerated, it's basically been, like, right at the end of, I think, generally the Christmas special. And it's only, you've basically only seen them for, like, a couple lines, and then boom, end of Vic, end of Christmas special. So, but it should be interesting to see what she's like. I cannot wait. It's going to be so awesome. And just before we leave, GeekSquee, by the way, I have been still doing a little streaming over on the Geek Two accounts, still of uh, the Long Dark and Pillars of Eternity. Which I might do more Pillars of Eternity tonight if somebody wants to listen in. Though I should still say, like, and I've got the the videos for the other the ones that I've already done are up on our YouTube account. Um, I'm still ironing out some of the kinks. But if you want to watch the stream, best to look for our Twitter account because I usually tweet out, hey, I am streaming right now once I'm actually like once the stream is actually up.
1: Okay, so we know that at this point, if you haven't already figured out your holiday knitting, don't pick up anything new now.
0: Yeah, because it's it's getting down to crunch time.
1: Yes, so we are going to encourage you with some uh, cravings, covets, and crushes that You don't have to make. You just give. Yes. And there
0: are some really nice stuff. So, Cravings, Covets, and Crushes. Uh, One of the things that we found recently, and which has a a topical (laughs) addition, uh, is a
1: store called Curselets. The concept of these bracelets, so take curselets and braces, curses plus bracelets. Curselets! Uh, They spell out curse words using SOS dots and dashes yeah. in using Morse code Using Morse code, and it is done in pearl beads and the cylinder beads and that's yeah. what makes the dots and dashes of Morse code. So if there is a person in your life say an aunt, a cousin or whatever who uses the word twat waffle <laughs> by all means buy them a bracelet. Or if you really want to call if you have to get someone something pretty
0: but you really want to call them a motherfucker you can get the
1: you can get it and just take out the little card that does the explanation and then, yeah. you know, it's your own just personal joke. put it joke. in a nice pretty jewelry box and they be like, oh, that's so pretty. And it's your own little joke. Yep. And the topical one is they've
0: just added one called, that says, fuck Harvey.
1: <laughs> Very good. Uh, she also takes uh, commissions. Yeah, you uh, can bas- get custom ones. Basically, if you want custom ones, because uh, I won... Uh, One of her Instagram contests And uh, the people that I tagged won theirs So one chose bollocks One chose talk nerdy to me Mine has not shown up yet And I'm not saying what it is (laughs)
0: Okay Is it Tom Hiddleston related? No (laughs) Mm,
1: No Hiddleston
0: itself is rather long
1: No, if that was the case I would be taking those beads And I'd be putting them in a different place (laughs) (laughs) What did you put in this tea, Karen? I didn't put anything in there. Okay, you have no excuse. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so check out Curselets. Uh, she will link it in the in the notes. Yeah. This I found just recently. The for the activist knitter, it is a publication in ebook, and it was just published this month. It's called Join Hands, and every pattern in there, in some way or some form, is a promoting of the people out there that need love, need yeah. support. Uh, need representation, and is your encouragement to resist? Yes. Can I say that?
0: <laughs> yeah. And actually, the proceeds from the project will, uh, from the, the patterns, will be shared equally between the American Civil Liberties Union and the Sover- Southern Poverty Law
1: Center. The photojournalist for this, uh, Lindsay Topham, also sought models that represented the groups. Yeah. That um, That are in need of protection. Yeah.
0: So there's ones... There's a lot of colorwork mittens. It's basically all, like, mitten patterns. Or fingerless glove, glove, glove patterns. There's one that uh, Andrea Rangel's done called 51% that shows a picture of the earth and the female symbol and says 51%! <laughs> To remind people that technically we are a majority. And then say resist on the palm of the mittens. There's the the kitten mittens. Pussy grabs back. (laughs) By Mary Jane Mucklestone.
1: There's uh, a nice more muted set that says love more. And they are Mm -hmm. just colorwork mittens that have two hearts on the back. Love in one heart. More in the other.
0: Yeah. There's ones that say stay woke. (laughs) I like those. I like those a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, ones that say we must do better around the cuff. There's other ones that say you are safe with me on the back and have the safety pin on the palm. They're really cool.
1: So, this is for uh, the knitting activist in your life.
0: Yes. You can always gift them the pattern book. Yes. Even if you don't have time to actually make. Because remember in Ravelry download the Ravelry downloads do have the option of send as gift. And then we also have a website where you can buy stuff and do some good.
1: I think I heard about this this website from another website. Mm-hmm. Box Lunch you are able to buy merch from things like Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, Star Wars, all of these things. And there's t-shirts, there's jackets, there's luggage, Sailor Moon, Night Before there's Christmas. jewelry, there's stationary, there's Funko, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And every time you buy something, <laughs> they help the organization that they're paired up with to provide food in feeding america that was it
0: yeah they're partnered with the charity feeding america spend ten dollars in box lunch stores or at boxlunch.com and we'll provide to help provide a meal to a person in need so far they've donated over 11 million meals
1: that is not bad yeah so if you are going to do uh merchant shopping for christmas for stocking stuffers or just for you by all means yep use this avenue and you will be helping somebody at the same time yeah yeah, it says they have
0: secured by Feeding America on behalf of local member food banks. You can read all about it. It's sort of the top uh, left corner of the site. They've got some, they've got a little link there that says learn more, that where you can go and see more about what they do.
1: And they've got all kinds of stuff. I saw the Hella Funko. Did you
0: see the Marvel Loki Master of Misch- Mischief Cologne? Oh, good God. <laughs> but They have the Hella Funko. All sorts of techie stuff. Video game. Oh, there's Doctor Who. They have the Harry Potter remote control lawn. There you go. Oh boy. But yeah, lots of cool nerdy stuff. And then uh I I really love the enamel pin thing that is going on, right? Yes, now. I do I, too. I am so tempted. I am so tempted. So there's a whole bunch that we have found.
1: This is for stocking stuffers or you know, if you just want to put a little bit of flair to a project that you've already finished.
0: Yes. Uh, There's one here from Bombazine that's B-O-M-B-A-S-I-N-E dot com
1: called the Angry Feminist Knitter's Club. It is a round enamel pin as the words going around the edge and in the middle is an an enameled heart, anatomically, not not emoji style, pierced skull and crossbone style with uh, knitting knitting needles. needles. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is not the cutesy emoji uh, pin. This is the get shit done pin. Yeah, they are currently sold out, but, you know, keep an eye on it.
0: Stitchin' Witch. like at one of their, their other papel pins. There's a little witch hat that says she's crafty. There are some other really cool pins on there. There's ones from the Wooly Thistle, which is a yarn store, and they have ones for the Shawl Society. It's very elegant looking. Yes. Which is also, I think, a, um, like a design, a series of designs. Okay. As well, that I think you can find in Ravelry. But I love the, the pin. There's also Shiny Apple Studio on Etsy has the... I'm going to try and pronounce this. It's Latin. I don't know Latin. So, fascio ergo sum. I make, therefore I am.
1: And it is a shield-style crest yeah. cut into quarters with the, the Latin on a banner running across what you would consider the waist. Yeah. In the top left is a silhouette of a yarn ball with needles. Top right, it is paper and pencil, Top, uh, bottom left it is a cup with a saucer, I presume to be tea, coffee, or whatever your imbibement of choice, and then mm-hmm. the bottom right is a heart. And I think that speaks to a lot of The Knitter Crew.
0: I just saw one of the other ones they have. It's Scout's ham costume from To Kill a
1: Mockingbird. (laughs) The end where she has to dress up as a ham for a school play. I love this enamel pin craze.
0: Yeah, I've seen some really cute ones. And then
1: for the RPGer in Your Life. This is beautiful. Um, I've discovered, I found... The images randomly on Pinterest and followed Mm -hmm. it back to the publication. Volume 1 is no longer available. You can only find that in the compilation. There's Volume 2, and then there's a compilation which has the two of them together, but is naturally twice as costly. This is baby bestiary. So think of all of those things that you run into in D&D games, or Pathfinder games or anything like that. So we are talking dragons, trolls, uh, nagas, medusas, Puppy you know dogs with three heads, mm-hmm. um griffins, and things like that. They were all babies at some point, and this person has collected them. They have little stories that go with them, not so mm-hmm. much stats as much stories, yeah, which I am all about, but imagine a little Medusa sitting on the side of a riverbank holding a cute little frog that she has turned into stone, but it's still a cute little frog. <laughs> Like a hydra, a baby hydra with all seven of its heads coming out of an egg, like (laughs) making the most terrifying, nightmarish animals, adorable little babies. (laughs) So this is for the RPG or in your life. I've seen a lot of the artwork on Pinterest, and there is a picture of somebody throwing a, uh, a bone for... A three-headed puppy. <laughs> <laughs> there is a baby minotaur, and where a cowbell usually hangs is a pacifier. Aww. And like the grip, the baby griffins literally are half kittens and half chicks, right down to the egg fluff that mm-hmm. it, they've just come out of. It is it is really, really, really good art. Mm-hmm. And it is very specialized. And I think with the uh, compilation, there's only so many in print. Yeah. And that's it. But there is the second edition. You can find these on Amazon.com. I could not find yeah. them on Amazon.ca. Yeah. I looked. <laughs> you know, you're going to find it around the same section as you find things like To Move Annihilation and... You know, Critical Role Taldori Campaign book, which, you know, is another thing of beauty. But, anyways. baby Bestiary Coloring Book? Yes, it has a coloring book, too.
0: Yeah, as you were saying, like, you know, BT Dubs, if you're a Critical Role fan, remember the Taldori Campaign Setting Book is out. Mm-hmm. I may have that on my Christmas list because I took Margaret Had It when we were there in Rhinebeck, Oh. And I took a quick thumb, just a quick little thumb through it, and it's like.
1: I want all this. Yeah, my, I want.
0: There's so much information. My in it.
1: Secret Santa list, just in my family Secret Santa. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one that made the Secret Santa, you know, party the stipulations and everything. And you and I did the website that makes the mix. And, yeah. Yeah, I made sure to set the price amount so that it would. Cover, <laughs> it would include that. <laughs> it would. It It would be able to cover that. Yeah. And I put it on my list. There's there's just
0: so much information in it. I want it all. I yeah, want to know. I want to grab it and just shove the information in my brain. It's like so much backstory and stuff for Taldor
1: and the, the world of Critical Role and I want it all. The only thing that could be there's only one way it could be better. If Matt Mercer did an audiobook. I was going to say if yeah. Matt Mercer read it. To yeah, you. <laughs> if Matt Mercer read it. Yeah, he'd have to do an audiobook. Yes, but anyways. You. Anyways, moving on think that was it for the stuff
0: that we had found
1: yeah oh did we cover enough i think so oh that was a lot that was a lot
0: (laughs) (laughs) we will try not to do
1: um, we'll figure. try and get at least one more done before Christmas yeah. break because I'm going to be in the Bahamas for the yeah. second half of December.
0: Yeah. And I think we're going to have to sort of get used to like... Doing this more often. Yeah. Recording. Well, recording on like weekday nights when we can find yeah. them or like... And also, you know, recording over Skype or whatever so that we can, you know, if so that if we have like only an hour, hour and a half, like we can just sort of get down to it and record instead of, you know, you having to drive here and that sort of stuff. So... We'll manage. We'll yeah, manage. We'll figure it out. Um, and until then, remember... Like we do every Saturday we do have the virtual, virtual midnight. midnight. And I mean, I post the link. It's actually basically I, f- I finally figured out after months of doing this that, oh, yeah, basically you can click on the link at any time. It's not like the room ceases to exist entirely. Like when there's nobody there afterwards, like when it finishes, it doesn't. You can click on that link later and it will open a chat. There might it not is be a room any, of requirement. Yeah, there, yeah, it's a room of requirement. Um, it, there may not be anyone else there. And you know Saturday night at you know seven thirty ish, eight o'clock ish, Toronto slash sort of New York time is generally when we sort of arrange to be for people to be there. But like you can go in there pretty much any time if there was other people. If there's people in other time zones who have like a better time slot for them or something, like feel free to post on the group and say, hey, does anyone else want to get together on you know these times or whatever? Or by the same token, like the the I have now put the link at the top of the page for the uh, thread, for the virtual knit nights. Mm-hmm. So basically, instead of having to wait for me to like post a link or whatever the link is there. You can just click on that link and that will be the link that everybody uses to get in. So if you are, I, and I'll still post a little reminder on the th- on the group and on the the Twitter by saying like, hey, I'm here. Remember, Virtual Knit Night is on. So, but if you, if you keep an eye on the group and on the Twitter and stuff, then you'll see that when there are people in there and, you know, you can always come talk to us and hang out there. And like I said, I'll be doing some streaming. Again, it's, it's going to be like erratic, basically. So just, you know, Keep an eye out for notices on Twitter and stuff that I've actually started streaming stuff. Or, you know, you can just check out the videos later on of stuff that I have streamed if you would like to watch me play video games.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, And happy Thanksgiving to all of our American listeners. Because that's going to be happening. Happy Thanksgiving in the States. That's going to be happening in a few days. Meanwhile, it it. is full-fledged christmas mode up here yep and i think
0: that is it for now
1: okay everybody bye 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 thanks for listening
0: you can find old episodes on itunes or at our blog where you can also see our show notes and comment that's at knit1geek2.emptypockets.org k-n-i-t-1 g-e-e-k-2.m-t-p-o-c-k-e-t-s.org you can also find us on twitter and periscope at knit one geek two. You can contact us at knit one 2 at gmail.com and search for a group on Ravelry using Knit 1 Geek 2. There you'll find other knitters who enjoy geeky stuff that you can squeal along with and also where you can find updates on new episodes. And remember, in space, no one can hear you squee. My penis is going to start crunching my food. <laughs>
1: Deck the halls with skeins of cashmere. Fa la 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 la.